0: okay
1: hmm. i was apparently reading your um article that featured on vox i mean you make and you design your own clothes right i mean yeah So good how do you like how do you do that Like, really? Do you, like, uh, uh, like typically craft over paper, like fashion designers does? Or you just, uh, like, how?
0: Well, I taught myself, I started with really simple things like hats and bags. Um, And I used a lot of YouTube videos to learn how to make patterns. Um, I have a few sewing machines in my room. I have four right now. um, But three of them, I got secondhand. So I got three of them for a lot less money than they would be new. I like to buy as much as I can secondhand. Um, So yeah, it just evolved uh, over the last couple of years. Now I have a dress form, which If you think about, like, fashion design shows, you can see them draping fabric over those, like... Yeah, uh, okay. Well, I have one of those, which is really helpful for figuring out what I want a dress to look like or how I'm going to make the pattern for things. So, I've mostly been teaching myself, but it's definitely taken some time to learn and practice.
1: Okay. I think that's a very good question to start. Okay, I'm going to say thank you for being on my podcast like you are the very first person that actually said yes to to be featured on my podcast i was super excited for this day i was like okay i have somebody on my podcast and i'm gonna interview them so (laughs) welcome to my podcast maddie so apparently if people doesn't know maddie is one of those who have who is like you are 16 years old right You're 2005 born. Yes, apparently I am also. (laughs) I'm also Uh 2005 born. And um, you hate or you avoid fast fast fashion?
0: As much as I can.
1: Okay. Because apparently we live in a world and we are a part of Gen Z community. Uh, people buy clothes from Zara HM. H&M, firstly I haven't bought anything from Zara and h H&M. and I think that's very cool and that's very absurd at the same time because mm-hmm. I never really say in my you know friend circle that I never really bought anything from Zara and H&M because I feel like that they look, you know they particularly have this very typical strange uh, eye contact with me as if I'm like very much poor or something, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but I guess That's the story of everyone else. Okay, so you avoid fast fashion as much as you could, right? What do you think, Maddie? that, you know, as I just mentioned, that we both are a part of Gen Z community, but uh, typically, like, you avoid, and I haven't bought anything from, you know, these fast fashion retailers. So, what do you think? Like, does it make us any less of the part that we are playing in this community or as if like are we like weird or are we like unique right now what do you think
0: um well i mean i definitely try not to blame anybody or judge anybody for buying fast fashion because it is really difficult to avoid i mean almost everything you see in a store has been mass-produced overseas in some sort of exploitative manner um so you know it's not it's it's not super easy to avoid um I mean I don't think that I'm like uh inherently a better person for trying to be mindful of those things um but I do think I do think like that knowledge is power and that The I know some things about the the production um, of clothes that some other people might not know. So since I know these things, uh, since I know how badly people are being treated sewing the clothes that a lot of us wear every day, I know that I'd like to try to avoid that and I'd like to try to shop secondhand and sew my own clothes. So I think that the more people know about what... Went into making the clothes that they see in stores every day. The more people will want to do the same thing and reuse things and buy secondhand and even try to make or mend their own clothes. Okay,
1: and uh, so currently, just tell me about your like venture. What are you doing? Like you sell, you buy clothes, and you design. Like I am so fascinating, fascinated by the fact that you actually design your clothes. Because apparently, I tell you my story, uh, recently, like last summer, I did this, I was super fascinated with all the YouTube videos which were going around, you know, people making this uh, some sort of, uh, I don't know, like uh, some sweater, some sort of, and I was like, okay, I'm also going to try. And so I made this something, I don't know what it turned out to be, but I made something. And I was super, super excited that, okay, I made something, but apparently I was so bad at, you know, sewing the whole uh, sections of mm-hmm. it that it came out like it, it just get torn after like days. I'm like, okay, I'm not good at it. So <laughs> apparently I'm not good at it. So tell me like, what are you doing right now?
0: Um, well, right now, I'm planning to apply to college to go to art school, which is a huge privilege that I'm going to be able to do and that my parents support me. So something you need to apply to art school is a portfolio um, of past work and of your goals, your drawings, your projects, uh, stuff like that. So right now I am making some plans and working on projects that I'm going to put in my portfolio. Um, I'm also taking an art class at school. I'm taking a photography class um, and I'm working in some of my fashion design um, ideas and skills into those projects. I'm, I'm working on some prints where I'm printing photos I've taken onto clothes, um, like screen printing. There's paper that you can put in a printer that makes an iron-on piece of paper. So you can iron on your image onto fabric. So I'm doing that. Um, I'm thinking about what I'm going to be making for my family for Christmas presents. Um, I'm also fulfilling some of my custom orders that I get through Depop. I'm always hemming my friend's pants and adjusting things, making little alterations here and there because um, people know that I can do it and sometimes they'll pay me for those things or they'll like you know, I'll do this favor for them and they'll do something for me. So it, it's nice. It's, I really enjoy being able to do that and be able to fix things for people. So I'm always starting new projects and having new ideas.
1: Okay. So like, do you do this to, um, I mean, how should I put it? Like, uh, uh, we all know college applications are so stressful, apparently. Yeah. Everybody's stressed and um and the uh, the venture that you're doing right now right how is it like in the sort of a way that you think is unique because I think that it's super super unique I never really thought of designing and starting my you know this venture kind of selling my clothes so how do you think that it is unique and how it is very unique like in nowadays
0: well I think that Some people, you know, I think that I have this quality where I look at something, um, whether it's, I don't know, a table, a piece of food, a piece of clothing. And I think, oh, that is so cool. How could I make that for myself? So I guess that kind of curiosity is what led me to try and teach myself how to sew. Um. So I do think it's a unique skill. It's not something that everything that everybody can do, but there are so many unique skills out there. I mean, I have friends who play basketball, and that's really cool. I am a terrible basketball player. I have friends who play instruments and sing, and I also think that's a really unique talent. So I think it's really important to like follow whatever you enjoy and whatever you're good at and that's going to be unique to you so i don't think it's more unique than anybody else out there it's just it's just my thing it's what i like to do
1: okay you think that you yeah like you have something and then you actually start a thing out of it i guess that's important okay so you got i have like i have i don't know why i'm this uh, uh, creepy but you got featured on one of those uh, walks right it was walks if i'm not wrong mm-hmm. right so what was yeah. the backstory behind it like how because high school high schoolers doesn't get published in any sort of magazine i know that and if people are getting there's a lot way behind that is you know working to actually get your thing published mm-hmm. in the works so what was this backstory behind it
0: well um let's see it was kind of an unex- expected somebody bought one of my handmade tops that I'm selling on Depop um somebody bought one and she messaged me a couple weeks later and said that she was a, a writer for Vox um and she said she told me that she was doing a piece on fast fashion and on Gen Z um and she asked if I wanted to be featured in it because she knew of me from when she bought my, my piece. Uh, so I guess it was just kind of luck. And of course I said, yes. Um, I sent her a couple of photos of me working and I did an, a little interview kind of like this with her. And that's just, it was just a one-time thing, but it was fun and I, it's always cool to be featured or written about. So I hope people read it and learned something.
1: Yeah, it was so good. Actually, I actually when I was when you I messaged you, uh, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to take the big step. I'm going to be <laughs> the big kid and I'm going to be, you know, ask that would you like to be featured on my podcast and I actually got printout like I know I'm so creepy right now, but I actually took <laughs> printout the the featured one i actually have it right here so i was actually reading about you and i was like this girl is like so intelligent because i i always wanted to design clothes and fa- be in the fashion line but i was like uh you know when you grow up it just you know that it's never your line you know because i tried i failed mm-hmm. i was like okay this is not your path so i was like i have to ask her and i so like i'm in india right so i actually messaged you 4am in the morning and i was like (laughs) yeah 4am in the morning and then i have school i was expecting the whole day that okay will i be able to get the reply or you know uh is she's gonna reply or just uh seen my message or something but apparently you you said yes i'm so happy for that okay that was the that was my story (laughs) kind of okay Maddie. yeah this Mm -hmm. is a very I guess it's a very interesting question okay tell me that if today I do uh okay you sell clothes you design clothes Mm -hmm. and apparently that's a very unique thing in your peers group right so when, like when you gather or you know when you talk about it does it impact the people who have like who really doesn't know about this fast fashion and stuff because you mentioned right that you know a lot of thing the work that takes behind the these fashion retailers these how these clothes are actually produced on a mass scale right you know yes. a lot of thing i know a lot of thing that's why we are actually doing this podcast otherwise i would not be doing this so mm-hmm. how do you think uh if you for instance you just um uh, You are hanging out with your bunch of friends and you're telling them, okay, I did this and I'm doing this right now and you're actually um, asking them, you know, not to buy clothes from those places and actually thrift shopping, think about thrift shopping, learn how to mix match clothes, learn how to, you know, use clothes for longer period of time. Do you think is it frustrating? To spread your opinions and tell people that, you know, this is wrong, this is right. Or is it like, okay, if you, if you, you know, if if they understand it, it's okay. If they are not, I'm just gonna like walk away.
0: Yeah, I mean, I talk about fashion, I talk about my interests constantly. I think it's probably annoying how much I talk about it. Um, so I hope that some of the things I say do impact my friends and my classmates and i think that they do i mean all of the people i'm friends with are very kind and thoughtful people um so i think that i think that they understand and i think that they always try to take my advice um and i i also i consider that none of us are perfect i mean I still buy some things fast fashion. I buy underwear fast fashion. I buy swimsuits fast fashion. It's it's difficult to completely avoid. But when I can, I definitely invite my friends to go thrift shopping for me. Sometimes I make clothes for my friends for gifts. Um, and then, like I said, I do alter their clothes sometimes. So if, if one of my friends says, like, I have these pants, they're too long or they're too big or they're too short or I don't like them anymore I'll say oh that's I have an idea for that give them to me and I'll fix them up I'll I'll add some of these patches or I'll make them longer or shorter and so I like to think that's helping out with um you know making the life of their clothes longer and just spreading a little bit of awareness to my small circle it's definitely it definitely does make an impact even though a small one Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so, um, I think that was a very brilliant answer. Like, <laughs> people of my age are actually getting mature. I'm so happy to see that. Okay. Apparently, people are not, you know, worried about only AP classes and yeah. uh, like SAT. And they are actually thinking about, okay, this is what I like and this is what I not. Okay. So, Maddy, um, you are 15 you're 16 years old right i'm 16 years old what actually like i i can assure that something actually happened to actually you know which actually made you start all this you know made you start thinking about okay you know the clothes that i'm buying uh, from is actually apparently not this thing that i'm you know it's typically overpriced it's typically um what i can say it's like it's very harsh in the in the society, if I'm not wrong. You know, mass producing, and also it makes it, uh, it makes it much more unsustainable. So, what do you think? Is it like is there any sort of a backstory behind this? That okay, you know, this happened in my life, and after that, I it was it made me it forced me to actually think about this.
0: Um, Well, I think that learning about fast fashion was kind of driven by my interest in art and in making clothes because I started to learn how I started to, you know, follow the news about what's happening with the different brands and different trends. And that's when I started to learn about how, like, what is happening with these clothes before they get into stores and how they're being made, who's making them. You know, I think it's easy to think, and I thought this too, that all of our clothes and our T-shirts and our sweaters are being made by machines in factories. And mm-hmm. kind of, they are being made with machines in factories, but there are also hundreds and thousands of people that are putting those together. And I had never really thought of that before, I started putting them together myself and I thought, wow, this is like a lot of work. This is a lot of thinking about how it's going to look, how it's going to fit. Um, and so I don't know, I it's uh, I've learned a lot through the Internet. Obviously, you have to be mindful and careful when you're taking information from the Internet because you don't always know that that's like reliable or truthful or unbiased. Um, but we do have an amazing resource that we can read information from all over the world, all different sources. So I've definitely done some of my own research through the internet, through, um, sometimes we learn about in history classes. I learn sometimes about the, the, the beginning of fast fashion. We're learning about some of the first textile mills right now in my American history class. So it's, it's woven in all throughout my life. Um, I don't know I like learning about things it's I like exploring my interests and the history of clothing so yeah just okay. it just kind of happened like typically
1: <laughs> there was no like such strong or such deep uh thing which actually you know forced you to but it apparent you know it came by the pe it came by learning it came by a lot of things we observe people we observe a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> uh, so I get it, you know, but what do you think? Like, if we talk on a very personal level, what do you think? What's going to be like, what's going to happen in next five years in this fashion game? Would you, like, do you think that more people belonging to this Generation Z, Gen Z community, do you think that they're going to be care, They they're going to care on the part that, okay, you know, the clothes that I'm buying, maybe it's not, uh, it's not in the picture that I'm always dreaming about. Like this is a whole lot of delusional thing. What do you think? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think that because partially, I mean, the internet is good and bad for fashion because it does allow advertisers to reach millions of people and sell all of their clothes that might not have been ethically produced but it also allows people to share this information and share their like advocacy and activism across all of those people too so i think that as time goes on more and more people are going to become aware of um more and more people are going to become aware of where their clothes came from because maybe they'll see a post about it or they'll see a photo and they'll think, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I want to learn more about that. Um, So I think that the, 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 you know, people, the amount of learning that's going to happen is just going to increase. Um, A lot of brands right now are doing kind of like sustainable collections or they're putting to make their processes more ethical. And I think that there's some truth in some of that. And then there's also some um, kind of just marketing um, in that. So mm-hmm. I think that overall we're moving in the right direction and people are becoming more aware and brands are realizing that people are more aware and they wanna know what um, how their clothing was made and if it was um, ethically produced. So I think we're moving in the right direction. But it's, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be great all of a sudden. I think it's definitely going to take some time. Um, and it might even take, you know, as we move forward, certain resources are being depleted. Um, right now, in America, at least, there are a lot of businesses that are losing employees because they don't want to work in the conditions. Um, Or for the pay that they're receiving. So I think it might take kind of doing this the hard way, you know, realizing that the people who were there to sew your clothes aren't working anymore, or the resources that were being used aren't, you know, available anymore, or the supply chains that were in production have kind of fallen apart. I can see that happening too in the next few years. So it might be a little bit of a, you know, things get worse before they get better situation mm-hmm. as well.
1: Okay. I think your every answer is like so wholesome. Like you're actually <laughs> thinking about, okay, I'm not going to be biased. I'm also going to be talking about facts. Like, okay, this is true. You need to listen to this. Okay, that's so good. I mean, I'm so blessed that I have the very first guest speaker, so intelligent and so <laughs> unbiased <laughs> in her opinions. Well, thank you. Okay, Mari. Uh, so, like these were the main points, or you know, main highlights of these podcasts. I want to just ask this. but a now, we're gonna go, you know, a bit light in the conversation. Sure. And uh, like, just talk about um, what right now is so much different. Okay. Um. So tell me, you are. Uh, you are interested in liberal arts right you're applying you're uh, planning to apply to a liberal college right um and you live in boston Uh, okay people doesn't know but maddie is from massachusetts boston right boston yeah Mm -hmm. united states okay
0: um i other side it's kind of like uh, across from boston western side but you know massachusetts is a small state it's fine to generalize
1: okay yeah she lives you live in massachusetts it's like west part okay it's like the west part okay west part so, yes west. <laughs> okay so um w- okay what if uh you're applying to the college okay and um So, like, how do you plan to actually execute all your... Because in this conversation, you told me, like, hundreds of things what you're doing with. How you plan (laughs) to actually uh, mold all these things, mold all these number of points that you told me into a beautiful and a gorgeous, uh, you know, what I call, like, not exactly, like, how will you design the college application? Because (laughs) that's out of the question. But how do you think that it will make people like be aware of this fact like okay you know something exists called fast fashion it's not always uh typically buying from zara and Mm
0: h&m well i definitely want when i am in college and if i do end up starting my own business i definitely want like ethics and sustainability to be at the center of that and i want to be very vocal about That as my goal. Um, When I'm in college, I definitely want to learn about some of the some of the new processes um, that people have discovered. You know, there's things coming out all the time. People are making, are making vegan leather from plants in all these different ways. People are finding new ways to recycle old clothes and to recycle textiles. So I'm hoping that when I'm in college, I'll be able to learn more about that. Um, something that is a goal for just the next couple of months is I do want to try to be more active on my social media and try to, um, one, share what I've been doing and then to share why I've been doing this and try to, try to spread a little bit of knowledge about what my ideas are and what I've been learning about. So that's my short-term goal and my long-term goal
1: okay that was so wholesome <laughs> i think this conversation is so much so great i mean so great yeah i mean that was the whole thing that i wanted to ask you and was this brings end to this episode thank you maddie for joining i'm so blessed you actually you know said yes to my message otherwise i'm a big overthinker. i'm gonna overthink for the day um thank you for joining also, well thank you
0: for having me it's really interesting i love to talk to new people <laughs> also
1: like i i told you right i will be featuring you over three platforms the very first is the club's uh, website the second mm-hmm. one would be the podcast the third one will be the blog post and i'm gonna send oh. you the you know all the things
0: sure thank you okay thank you so much it's no, so nice to meet you. Um, Would you pronounce your name for me, just so I can have it yeah. in my head accurately?
1: Yeah, actually, um, uh, one thing I just want to uh, say yeah. that my name is actually very difficult. Like, <laughs> I've been mocked a lot because of my name. So, it's pronounced oh. as Sumedha. Sumedha. Yes, great. Okay, you actually. Answered, right?
0: Sure, I just I just wanted to know for when I if I tell anybody about you, you know, I wanna be accurate with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I'm gonna send you everything. You can flex over with your people, because I think. Sure.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: I got featured on a uh, podcast.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh yeah! Thank oh. you. It was so nice to meet you. Um, I'll look out for those messages.
1: Sure, Maddie, and I hope that we will stay in touch. Get on. yeah sure okay thank you bye bye
0: thanks bye
1: bye